You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk about re-engaging your students. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food, and we're going to talk about what happens if your students disengage, what happens if they disappear, what happens if they stop using the program, what happens if they just don't love it and you're wanting to re-engage them. This is kind of an add-on from last week's episode where we talked about keeping students engaged in the first place, but keeping someone engaged and then re-engaging them once they've fallen away are actually two very different things and two different strategies, and that's why I wanted to talk about them separately. So if you want to look at keeping students engaged in the first place, definitely go back to the last episode. It's really useful for that. But let's assume then that students have fallen away and something has happened and it's six weeks into the program and it's kind of crickets in there and you don't have all your students anymore. How can we re-engage them? So the first thing I need you to know is that it's natural that some people will drop off. Life happens things happen. So people come in with the best of intentions and then they get sick or family members get sick or it's Christmas or it's school holidays and they thought they'd have more time and they don't. And right, you know the drill, you know what it's like. Things happen. And I have no doubt if you're listening to this, it's highly likely you've purchased a course in the past and haven't finished that either. And if you haven't, then there are plenty of people out there who've purchased programs and haven't finished them as well. So it's not natural to have 100% completion rate. However, if you have got a large number of students who've dropped off, you want to try and re-encourage people to come back, there's definitely some things you can use. Rather than forcing them to stay or forcing them to come back, think about things you can use to make it easier for them to come back. So we're going to assume that some people will drop off. And as part of that, they will have an associated guilt and shame and they will feel bad about it. They will feel bad about purchasing a program and not finishing it. They will feel bad about falling behind. They will feel bad about missing the calls or missing submitting homework or whatever that might be, right? They don't feel happy about this either. They wanted to do it. They wanted to keep up. And so now what you've got to get around is some of that feeling of guilt or shame about coming back. Now they feel like they're behind. They feel it's too hard to catch up and they don't want to come back. And so what we're going to do is look at ways to make it easier for us to come back and that will help them re-engage. You could think about things like emails. If your student hasn't been around for a period of time, then you could look at re-engaging them with emails. Now, some of that might be automated. If you've got a platform that recognizes that it hasn't seen them for a certain number of days, you could send an automated, hey, how are you going? And you can send automated, hey, module such and such has just come out to try and draw them back in as well. What's nicer, especially if you've got a smaller program, is if you've noticed someone has been a bit quiet, if you've noticed someone who used to be active is now not active, reach out personally. Drop them a DM on Facebook, drop them an email and just say, hey, I noticed you went around. If there's anything I can do to help make it easier for you to come back, let me know. If you feel like you've missed something and you want me to give you a hand, let me know. Now, this will depend on the level of support you're offering for a program and how many students you've got as to whether that's feasible or not or simply attainable. But it's worth trying. Just reach out personally and say, hey, noticed you went there. We all missed you. We'd love to see you again soon. The other thing you can do then is make it easier to catch back up with content. So you might have things put aside such as implementation weeks where you don't deliver any new content that week. So maybe module one is delivered on week one, module two on week two, and then week three has 
nothing, no new content. And instead it's an opportunity for people to catch up, to go back through content they got stuck on. You could offer live calls during that week to help them catch up, but you need to give them a way to catch back up if they've missed out. If there's a constant flow of content, it's really hard for them to do that. It's hard for them to catch back up because they're going to constantly feel like they're behind. And so you need to get around that feeling of feeling like they're behind. In addition to having a week that just had no new content, you might actually offer catch-up lessons. Perhaps you offer live calls simply for those people who feel like they're falling behind to give them a chance to catch up. Maybe that's a bonus Q&A where people can come and ask questions on the bit that they felt stuck with, the bit that they didn't understand. You have to think about some of the reasons why students drop off. So definitely life is some of it. But if a program gets too hard, if it gets too overwhelming, if there's too much involved in it, there's a high chance they'll drop off them too. And part of the solution to that is helping them get over that hump, help them understand, help them get over the bit that feels hard and sticky and help them move through it. You need to give them an understanding that it's okay that they've fallen away. So part of the problem with that shame and that guilt is that coming around, going back feels bad. They feel like they're a long way behind. They feel like they've let the team down. They feel, especially in a small group program, they will feel bad. And so you need to let them know that it's okay, that life happens and that they can come back when they're ready. The other thing you can do, and I've seen a lot of courses do this, is um, use things like deadlines or cutoffs. So you could say that there's six months access to the content, so they have to force them through it, or that there's six weeks access, or there's some kind of deadline or cutoff to the content being available. And while I know that this works, I find that forcing people with deadlines is a last resort. One, I don't like anything that markets with fear or scarcity, and the same then within your program, having any any sort of Um, fear or scarcity model to encourage people to use the content is a terrible way to force people to do things. If they want to use the content, if you've made it supportive, if you've made it easy to come back, they will come back because they want to, not because you're forcing them to with a deadline. So that's my personal opinion, but I, I do think that it's much better to draw people back in with positives than to force them back with a negative. The other thing that you have to think about is a deadline still won't work if they really aren't engaged, if the content was too hard, if it was too much of an uphill push, if they felt unsupported, if they didn't understand something, no amount of forcing or deadline is going to make them come back because they still don't understand. They still don't know. And it didn't magically solve their problem or magically teach them the thing they didn't know just because you've put a deadline on it. So while deadlines are okay for those people who do understand, but just get pulled away with life and need something to encourage them back, it doesn't fix some of the underlying problems with why students disengage. So if you're going to use a deadline or a cutoff date for content because you want to, because you don't want people to have access for forever, that's fine. Go for gold, but don't use it as a re-engagement strategy just as a re-engagement strategy. Use it because it fits your business strategy or there's some kind of reason why you want to limit access to the content. Maybe the content updates regularly and you don't want them to have unlimited access to fresh updates. Up to you. But using it solely as a strategy to force people to come back isn't a great option. Time for your action step because you cannot build a course simply by listening to me talk about courses or rant about courses in some of these episodes. You need to go away and do something. And so what I want you to do is think about if you have a strategy to re-engage people and what is it? So some of the easiest things you can do is make it easy and comfortable for them to come back so they don't feel guilt or shame around falling behind or being left out. Some of that will include 
hitting them up in an email and just saying that it's okay and that you understand and asking if you can make it easier, offering gaps in content where there's no new content to help people catch up and specifically offering catch up lessons to help them catch up as well. It's up to you which one you use in your course, but I do want you to go and have a look at, do you have anything in mind? If you've noticed someone fall behind, what is your plan? What is your strategy? Because having something planned not only helps you know what to do when you get to that point, but makes it easier to outsource as well. Maybe you've got a VA who runs that part of the program or someone who supports your students through that part and knowing what you need them to do, giving them some options for if someone falls away and needs to re-engage is really helpful for them as well as for you, as well as for the student. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the streets. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search Content Into Courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm